together for Jesus. Amen. Okay, are we going to be having something on the screen? Okay, and this side too. Okay. The screen decided to take all it since January. I've been working. How much do you even buy me? Are you just pressing me anyhow? Praise God. Okay, so today we want to look at how to start a business scripturally and supernaturally. And why do we want to look at that topic? We're going to look at a first text that is Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. So, what you have in the Bible is that God created. So that's the first verb that describes what we see in the Bible. It's an action word talking to us about the entrepreneurial nature of God. Amen. So if you go to John chapter 1, you will see in verse 1 to 3, it says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and God was the word. The same was in the beginning with God, and all things were made by him. So we see another word there, made, and without him was not anything made that was made. So we see God having this nature of making something producing something. If we are going to make it, we are going to use another word. So, he makes something. He creates something. He produces something. Praise God. So, why should we be talking about something like this in the church on a Sunday morning? Number one, it is the nature of God. It's the nature of God. I could give you 30 reasons, but I'm going to give you just five so that we go into the how of the topic. So it's the nature of God. God creates things. And one of the things you will find out in your life as a child of God, as you begin to develop spiritually, is that that nature of God begins to grow inside of you. You begin to create services. Ideas to create will come to you. Praise God. That the hallelujah is very shallow. What happened? Ah, I hope I've not offended anybody. Praise the Lord. Aha, aha. Amen. Okay, so we can continue. So you see that that thing is inside God. And when you begin to live a holy life, you, are bo- you will start seeing that nature. Grow that entrepreneurial nature coming up inside of you. It, it, let's even leave. Let's even leave the side of money now. That nature is the nature of God. So if if you are given battle by a lion, you have to be a lion. Amen. So if 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 a lion gives birth, and the baby of a lion is behaving like a monkey. Is going to enter Guinness Book of Records. I have not, I have not seen a, a lion that is jumping from one tree to another on the top. And what he likes to take is banana. So the nature of God naturally. So when you, the Bible says, He said He has given us His nature, His supernatural nature. The moment we give our life to Christ and the things of God begin to go inside us, the nature of God begins to grow inside us. And one of the things that the nature of God does beyond the spiritual side is that entrepreneurial skill, the ability to create something. And now, in our own case, it can either be a product or a service. So it's the nature of God. Number two, it helps you to balance spiritually. Okay, so many people always look at the nature of God from the spiritual point. They don't consider it from the normal human realm. 
And so when you begin to create service, when you begin to think about what can I create, then you begin to talk about busyness. Amen. Busyness. And then that is what you begin to term as business. Praise God. So it helps you to balance us spiritually because one of the things that can give you a lot of time is when you are engaging business. Even though business takes a lot of your time, but it gives you the flexibility of working when you want to work and not working when you don't want to work. So you can decide that I want to do my work in the midnight. You can't tell your boss that you want to come in the midnight when your office runs from 8 to 6. Yeah, sorry. You said we should come Monday to Friday. They just want to employ you. And they say your resumption is 8 to 6. Uh-huh. Me, you know, I used to have one kind of PG like that. So I'll be sleeping on Thursday. You can't be telling me to. Say, yeah, I'm working. I'll give you my service. You give me your money. I'm sorry. So cancel Thursday for me. Praise God. The, the next thing you hear is security. They won't say go out. They say security. Ah, okay, they have come. And they come to carry you. Please carry him out. <laughs> Amen. You can dictate, but you can decide the time you want when you. Uh, so it gives you the opportunity to work on your spiritual life. In a better way. And number three, of course, it gives you financial independence. And I'm going to get to that in a bit. Number four, it's a way to dominate the earth. You know, God said, be fruitful, multiply, and have dominion. That's the way to have dominion. That's the way to do it. That's the way to have dominion. And in the last days that we are here, that is going to be the way to preach the gospel. Because in the last days, you have been sharing trust to people. Abby. When you share prayer to people now, they throw it on the floor. Many people receive it was before when I was very when I was growing up. When we collect tract, you go and read it at home. People don't read tract again. They are not responding to that method of evangelism again. Entrepreneurship is going to be a new way of outreach in the last days. People that are doing something that is affecting the lives of people and they are using that platform to minister the gospel to them. And many people don't understand. That's why you discover that people, on Sunday you will see churches, they stand on the road and they are, and, and you know the way some members look? They are like, if not that pastor told me to come here this morning, he will just stand there. And then, you know, when people are passing by, they are not even sharing trash. You know, I saw somebody that was sharing magazine. The face alone will scare you away. And I say, is it by force? Praise God. But you discover that a lot of people that collect that magazine or flyer or tract, they don't go home to read it. That is not to say that we should not share tracts. That is not to say that we should not share magazine. But I'm just saying that the method that the Holy Ghost can still use that. Somebody can collect that tract and magazine. The Holy Ghost breathes on it and the person begins to read and he gives his life to Christ. That is possible. But in the last day, you are going to be seeing a lot of people responding more to the person that is making impact in their life. How about somebody becoming a police? And when he enters the bus, he begins to preach. You know, that's strange. A policeman standing up in the bus to preach. You know, people we we respond more to that. And those are some of the stuffs you will see in the last days. And if you have not dominated, look, let me tell you this. If, if, let us say, the way you have this dangote spaghetti. There is a line there. Are you getting me now? He, he makes that product and he puts um, something like, is your life safe? Now, the people that will buy the product, we buy it. The people that will not buy it, we not do what? We buy it. 
And you, let me tell you, some people that don't want to buy it, we still do what? We buy it. There are some, that is dominion. When people don't have choice and you can reach them with the gospel. In our book club that we have in the church on WhatsApp, if you are part of the group, shout hallelujah. The way some of you are saying the hallelujah, you didn't attend last Friday. Shout hallelujah if you attended last Friday. Okay, for those that are not in the know, we have a group on WhatsApp and we usually discuss um, different books and different stories. So this last week, Friday, we discussed the story of, uh, what's the name of the guy? Obi Lobby. That's the name of his business. Okay, so who, who is going to share with us the story of the man? I want somebody to prepare to share the story of the man with us. But let me share two with you. Do you know that this particular tractor that we normally see, all these big, big machines that we normally see, it was an idea of the Holy Ghost that was given to a man that was paying, he was in debt. And then God spoke to him through his pastor about partnering with God, becoming a businessman for God. And then from debt, he begins to give. Then from, he came out of debt, he gives 10%, and then from 10% to 20%, till the point that by the time he was dying, he was giving 90%. And he was getting a lot of road contracts. And they used to make it with all these cutlass and O and Jiga and all of that. Imagine you want to make uh, Agegemuto Road. And all you have is cutlass, O and small sand with wheelbarrow. Imagine that. How many years will it take to finish the road? Or Ibadro Expressway? So, but as the man begins to pray, the Holy Spirit will give him a fresh idea. Why not make a machine like this that will be rolling like this, that will break like this, and then he will go get the iron together, fabricate the machine. And so most of these big, big machines were the idea the Holy Ghost gave him. So at a point in time, he now begins to sell the machine. So he was not only making road, he was also selling the machine. And he was using 90% of the profit to support the gospel. So it dominated that space. Praise God. Now, I think we've treated uh, the man, the chicken filet man. The chicken filet man is a Christian, so he used to preach. So when you go to chicken, chicken filet is like um, um, chicken republic. It's in the U.S., very popular in the U.S. They are very nice um, finger foods. So when the man started out on Sunday, most of the most of the restaurants open on Sunday because Sunday is when people go out in America to go and relax with their family. So restaurants are usually empty, not really empty, but scanty, like Monday to Friday. So Saturday, Sundays are days that people go with their family. They go there, they eat, they talk, and have a nice time. And he doesn't open on Sunday. He's a Sunday school teacher. And he says, see, Sunday is for my God. I don't open on Sunday. And it was recorded that he was making more profit than the people opening on Sunday. And so when they met him and interviewed him on national TV and all of that, he kept emphasizing that, there is a dimension God brings into your life when you serve God specially with your business. The point I'm bringing out is that he was able to impact lives by that business he started, Chicken Filet. Praise God. The same thing with this Obi Lobby. So, I'm trying to let you understand. You see, when we were growing up in church, we were made to foresee it as if talking about business and talking about our marriage is a bad thing. The money you are going to spend 
is something that God is concerned about. David said a prayer in the book of Psalms. He said, Lord, I don't want to be too rich so that I will not forsake you. And I don't want to be too poor so that I will go and steal and bring blasphemy against the name of my God. That was the prayer of David. So, if you look at the case of Lazarus and Abraham and the rich man, the Bible spoke about the fact that Abraham got to heaven. Lazarus was also there. The rich man was in hell. And the rich man did not go to hell because he was rich. Because Abraham was rich in cattle. And he did not go to hell. The bottom line is that Lazarus got to heaven still as a poor man. So you can actually decide how you want to live your life. God actually give you a blank check. See, when God took the children of Israel out of Egypt, he told them, I'm taking you to a land that is flowing with milk and honey, which represents a life of abundance, a life of blessing. And that life of blessing is a life that you are supposed to experience. But when some of the children of Israel get to the promised land, some of them conquered their giants. They took over the land that was given to them. There were 12 tribes. Some of the tribe overcome the people that were already in that land, enjoyed the land, enjoyed the benefit of the land. Some of them could not conquer the enemy in that land. So they were living with the enemy and some could not take their land. So a Christian can be poor, not because God wants him to be poor. Praise God. It is your decision. Now, who determines how much money flows into your hand in your lifetime? It is you. Praise God. You know, one day I was looking at it that, oh, it is God that determines whether all throughout your lifetime, what you are ever going to touch all throughout your lifetime, if you calculate it, is going to be 100 billion or it's going to be 1 trillion. I mean, I'm talking about all the money your hand will ever touch. You decide that. And what scripture proves that to me? The Bible says, the prophet said to the woman, go get vessels, not a few. And when the woman went to get the vessels and they were pouring the hall, okay, some people don't understand that story. Let me give you a little background. There is a prophet called Elijah. And this prophet called Elijah, a woman came to the prophet and he said, my husband, who is also a prophet, is dead. And the people we borrowed money from, we use our son to stand that if we don't pay you back, come and carry our son away. And they have come to carry our son because we couldn't pay. What am I going to do now? So it was my husband that was a prophet that was owing the money when he was alive. Praise God. So you see that that's a serious case. He's a prophet. So now, look at what the prophetic did again. The prophetic says, what do you have in your eyes? I want to eat this one and die. Um, okay, go he said, I have a cruise of oil in the house. Go get vessels. That vessels, it means like drum. Okay, so you have that big oil now. And then you have drums. Like you want to pour the oil inside drum. So what the prophet said is that when you begin to pour that 3,000 inside the drum, it's going to fill up. Now, when you take it to the next drum, it's going to fill up. Don't just stop. Lock yourself inside the door so that somebody from outside will not say, why are you trying to be mad? Praise God. Because, you know, you are supposed to take from the big to the small. And so she was filling it and filling it and filling it. And the Bible says that when she got to the last drum, 
the oil stayed, not that the oil finished. So, let's do the analysis. If the woman happens to have a friend in every tribe of Israel and they are willing to give her drums, that means she can fill the whole of the Israel drum with that oil. And she's going to be the number one woman in oil and gas. Praise God. But she decided not to go beyond what she could get from her neighbor. So, the next thing the prophet said, she now said, Esa, I have done that. The drum is filled up. Then the prophet said, go and sell. And these are critical words that you will see in business. Because if you cannot sell, you cannot be in business. If you cannot sell, bank will sack you. Praise God. Go to any bank tomorrow morning and tell the bank, I will get you one trillion in 30 days. Just employ me. Just give me 30 days. Don't pay me salary yet. When I bring you one trillion, staff me and begin to pay me. But just give me ID card that I'm your staff. Esa, they will employ you. You will not go through interview. They may not first believe you, but if you can convince them that you bring one trillion account, because they have marketers that go out to go and get money. The other day I was climbing one bridge like that. I saw them waving the form of FCMB to me. I was not asking, bro, help me. I said, is it like this now? Bankers now go to market to wave form. Ah! So that is to tell you that they need a lot of funds. So if you now go there and say, I can deliver, they will talk with you. So that is to tell us about selling. So the prophet said to her, go and sell. Pay the debt. Use the rest to take care of yourself. It's inside the Bible. So now let's say that the debt is 200,000. And she has only filled three drums. And she sold one drum for 200,000. Because one drum works 200,000. So we are now having 200,000, 200,000. And then she will finish spending the 400,000. How about if she's able to fill the drum and she's able to get like 5 million? Have you not thought about that? It's not God that decided that too. She's the one that decided. A relationship decided that. Because if she has fought with some of her neighbor, she won't go to their door. If she tried to knock and say, Coco, Coco, please, can you borrow me your vessel? You that abused me yesterday. Boom! You close the door. So, you see a lot of things along that line. So, in the last days, one of the things that will be required of you to dominate the earth is your ability to create. And, you know, we call that business on this side. So, we want to look at it from the scriptural perspective. How do we start a business? I've been able to justify to you why God would want us to do that supernaturally and scripturally. How do you start a business? So, number one point is, let us, um, before I give us number one point, let us look at Romans chapter 12, verse 11. The Bible says, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. So look at it. Look at the scripture. Not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Can we say that together? Please, can we stand to our feet and say that very well? Please, go to two people and say, not slothful in business, Fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Amen. Let's have our seat. You know, slothfulness is does not mean laziness, really. That's not the actual meaning. It means to be indolent. Indolent is not is a is a synonym of being lazy. It's not like the real meaning of being lazy. So slothfulness means when you want to walk, but you don't want to sweat. So, you see that the Bible follows it by fervent in spirit because somebody can actually be normal in spirit. 
So what he's saying in other words is fire in business, fire in spirit, fire in service. So he said not slothful in business. Walk yourself to the bone in business. That's what he's saying. Fervent in spirit. Walk up yourself spiritually. Serving the Lord. So what he's saying is that be balanced. Amen. We shouldn't see you in the office. You are sleeping. When you get to church and we say pray, you are jumping up. You want to destroy the roof. The way you are active at work is the way you should be active when it comes to spiritual thing. Is the way you should be active in God's service. That's what the Bible is saying there. He's saying that don't be an hypocrite. A different life in your office. A different life in your business. They bring work for you in the office and you say, I'm praying. And can you imagine? You go to a bank. Say, I want to withdraw my money. How much? Two thousand. Wait, I want to finish my quiet time. And it's been like this. Praise God. If it is in the village, the bank in the village, you can do that. But the bank in Lagos, praise God. So, you have to just be fervent in business, fervent in spirit, fervent in serving God. That's what the Bible proposes. Now, I want us to open to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. What does the Bible say there? It says, for whatever is born of God. Amen. It does not say whosoever. What is there? No, I need you to, I, I need you to open the scripture. Open the scripture. Read what you have there for me. One, two, go. So, that means he's not talking about human being. He's talking about something that are not human. So, that means a business can be born of God. Am I communicating? Whatever, whatsoever, a marriage can be born of God. Whatever is born of God, what happened to that thing? It overcomes the world. You see the spiritual dimension to that. It overcomes the world. Praise God. So there's a spiritual dimension to what we can give back to. So, what's the first thing you should do if you want to start business supernaturally and spiritually? Number one, you should pray about it. Because in the process of prayer, you give back. You give birth. Ideas comes to you. I was telling you about that man that makes caterpillar. That man, I think he's called R.G. Letanor. That man used to receive the idea from the Holy Ghost. I know a particular Christian that when she gave her life to Christ, he used to sell all the a wine and stout and stuff. So people will come to a shop, drink, scatter their brain inside the gutter. So when she gave her life to Christ, she was disturbed. So she began to pray. And God told her, go and be selling comb. And I was looking at it, comb. But God that is wiser than men, do you know that there was nobody that was selling that comb in a way she was selling it at that time. And she was able to use that to send four children to the university and build several structures. So the first thing you want to do is to pray. Let God give you an idea that we overcome the world. Let God give you an idea that we bring people to Jesus. So beyond just doing business, your business is affecting people for God. Beyond just doing something, your whatever you are doing is ministering to people's life. So the first thing you need to do is to pray. 
Amen. When you begin to pray, God begins to put ideas in your mind. Amen. The name you are going to call it, you have to get the name from God. Amen. You have to be the one to name it, but you have to get the name from God. The idea of how you are going to do it, you have to get it from God. Because you are in a partnership with God to affect the earth. Praise God. There is a man that makes peanuts. He's a child of God. He has three aircraft. He was able to make 300 products out of peanuts. Every morning we go into his lab. He said, Holy Ghost, what should I do again with this? Peanut butter. You go and make peanut butter. Go back into the lab. Maso, Kabiala, Kosata. He will take that one again. Uh, um, granite oil. We make it. He will pray again. Melia, Kaso, Kotolia, Gata. Peanut chocolate. He will go and make that again. 300 products. The granite that we see and throw away here. You know, I was looking at how we have resources in Nigeria and how white guys do not have resources. Because their land is always full of snow. And, you know, snows. There's a way it kills land. Amen. 99% of Nigerian land is arable. We have 744 local governments. All of them, sir. I didn't say some of them. All of them have something that you can point to that they are producing. And not one, not two, not three. The one that has the lowest is about three. That's even when it's three. Because I have a comprehensive book of a research done by the research institute listing all the things that Nigeria has in abundance in all the local government. I'm not saying state or local government. There is no state without resources. And let me say this to you. A white man does not have that. Singapore, they don't have anything. And they are richer than Nigeria. That is to say that it is not what you have that matters. It is what you do with what you have that makes you become great. So when you talk to God in the place of prayer, he begins to tell you what to do with what is around you. Do it this way. Move it that way. Move it this way. Praise God. So prayer is the first thing. And what I'm going to what I'm going to say as my number two, even though I mentioned it as my number one, as part of my number one, is let God give you the name supernaturally. Praise God. Let God give you the name supernaturally. The name may not necessarily have Jesus or Holy Ghost inside. But God can... I, I know a brother back in the days, they used to make chin-chin. That chin-chin is still existing. He's been making it for many years and he has gone far, done many great things with his life from ordinary chin-chin. They used to call that chin-chin manna. Shebi, you know manna in the Bible. That's the name he received for the chin-chin. And that's the name they still call the chin-chin to today. That was how he was jobless. Praise God. And that was how they were praying. They did, I think, research about those businesses. The Bible says knowledge is going to increase. Amen. When the Bible says in the last day knowledge is going to increase, what he's simply talking about is Google. He's talking about the internet. Anything you want to know, you can easily find it online. You don't need to go to school to read accountancy. You can do 100 level to 400 level online. That's what the Bible means that knowledge will increase. We have more universities now. It was prophesied by Prophet Daniel. But do you know that after that time, even though we still have more university after that time, then there was still an explosion of knowledge on the internet. I have a guy, uh, there's this particular guy, he finished from University of Ife. I've forgotten the course he read. I think, was he chemical engineering or something? I can't remember precisely. And when the guy was done in Ife, he told his dad, 
I want to be a mechanic. He said, Ah, Puri Miko, Miko, Eleda Miko. Ah, I want that Mikin Mushifuni. Praise God. He said, Daddy, don't worry about your ta. I'm going to be a mechanic. Praise God. So they were against him. They don't want him to do it and all of that. So he started learning it on YouTube. How to change oil. So he started testing it. Okay, so I will unscrew this nut. He has one of the most standardized workshop now. And by the way, that's one of the best businesses around. Because people's vehicle must break down. You don't need to pray about it. They must change the oil or else the engine will knock. And once people find out that you can give a good service, they will come to you. Um, I've forgotten the name of this. Okay, Automedics. Some of you might have heard about Automedics. I was talking to the guy one day. He said he has done bus conductor. In his bid of wanting to learn about vehicles. So they used to hold a program on the radio now. That program on the radio, they used to talk about how to fix your vehicle, different problems. So you call in and you tell them the problem of your car and they tell you the solution. He knows many things about many vehicles. So he has several workshops all over the nation. He said he went to do bus conductor so that he can be having car to be practicing with. Can you imagine? You know, as conductor now, when the thing is said down, praise God. So he was he was doing that not because of the money. He said his father threw him out. Get out. Nonsense boy. So he came from a very good background. What am I bringing out? Make research. Take time to find out about what you want to do. Amen. Number four, you don't start, you start doing it first. You don't go and register first. Did you hear what I said? Start doing that thing first. You don't go and register with CAC first. Why did I say that? I'm saying that because if you go and register with CAC first, you should start paying tax. The law of Nigeria is structured in a way that they are are still trying to amend it. So, to take advantage of that, start doing whatever you are doing on a small level first. Start using your bank account, as, I mean, your personal account as where you are going to collect account, I mean, collect money. So, when the thing begins to grow, the next thing you will now do is that you now go and register it. It has grown. So, you register it, you put the name. So, you can have it. Because when you register as limited company and your profit surpasses 25 million no not your profit your turnover surpasses 25 million you will start paying tax when you register as an enterprise you will start paying state tax whether you started making profit or not and by the time your profit has not gotten to 25 million as a limited liability company, you still need to write to FIRS. So avoid, save yourself from all those stress. Do the business first. When it gets big to a level that you need to register it, then go and register it. Registering a business, the actual concept behind it is a business that can generate tax for the government. So a business that cannot feed you, how will it generate tax for government? So don't put yourself into unnecessary guilt and unnecessary stress. The law of Nigeria still permits you to be doing something. Praise God. But that is when you register. So don't go and register first. Don't go and Don't go and rent an office first. Don't go and do what? That's another point. Don't go and rent an office first. Let the business get to a level that you cannot do without having an office. Somebody go and rent an office. He registered. Ogoluaki, international company. He put it there. Buy share, buy table. 
sitting down inside the office waiting for people to come and do business. Business is not run that way. Business will not come and meet you inside the office. You have to go outside and meet business. When you have gone outside to go and meet enough business and business is looking for where you are operating, that is when you unveil an office. Praise God. There are some level of business you cannot get unless you have a business name registered. You need to get yourself to that level first. It's important. When you get to a point where the business you are doing is very big, then the name registration becomes important. Praise God. Number, what are we now? Number five. Okay, number six. Be sensitive to the need the Holy Ghost is pointing to you. There are some needs the Holy Spirit will be pointing to you that look at that one. Look at that thing. See that opportunity. There are some Holy Ghost opportunity. There was a time in the life of Jeremiah. The Lord spoke to Jeremiah. He said, somebody is coming to meet you in the prison. When that person comes to meet you in the prison, is going to offer you a land. That land is going to offer you is that city that you prophesy that the place will be destroyed. The place has been destroyed now. He said when he says he wants to sell that land, collect all the papers, sign it and keep it. Because I will raise that city again. So God was speaking to Jeremiah about real estate. Jeremiah, a woli. Everybody say a woli. God spoke to him about real estate. Buy the land inside prison. And the following day, the man appeared. He said, see, I want to sell down my property. In that anatote. Eh? Okay, I want to buy. Bring it. He signed the document. He signed it in front of other people. And he kept it. Praise God. And by the way, I want to encourage those of you that the Spirit of God has been pumping your heart about getting land. This is one of the best times you can do it for yourself. I used to call the Bible, I, I call the Bible the book of real estate. In the beginning, God put Adam and Eve inside the Garden of Eden. In the book of Exodus, God told them, I'm taking you to a land. Is that not what God said? I'm taking you to a land flowing with milk and honey. And so they started moving to that land. And that was what the Old Testament was all about. And in the New Testament, you see Jesus saying, I've gone to prepare a place for you, real estate. And then in the book of Revelation, you see the Bible say a new heaven and a new real estate. So you see that from the beginning of the Bible down to the end of the Bible, the Bible talks about real estate. So for those of you that the Spirit of God is tearing your heart, you might need to think about it. So Jeremiah was inside the prison and the Lord spoke to him. They are going to bring a real estate offer to you. Make sure you take it. And so he took that off. So it was a supernatural thing that came and he went for it. So there are opportunities the Holy Ghost will open your eyes to. Don't despise them. Okay, number seven now. The best way to start a business without capital is to start with a service. Is to start with what? Is to start with a service. You start with a service. You don't have money. Look at the services you can be rendering to people and they will pay for it. Doing business simply means when you have something to sell to people. So that thing you are selling to people could either be product and could either be service. Look at that particular thing that you can start with service. Service is about the best way to raise money for you to go into the product part of your business. 
Praise God. And number eight, begin to think about tech services. Begin to think about tech services. Why am I mentioning tech services? Things are changing now. So as we have now, you can buy food on your phone. So if you go to Google Play Store and download Hello Hubs or Hello Food, you can download that app. It will show you all the places where you can buy food in Lagos. And once you pick where you want to buy food, you pick the quantity you want to buy, you place an order, you pay with your card, they will drive the vehicle there, I mean, the bike there, they will buy the food for you, deliver to your house. That app is powered by Jumia. Anybody can make that app. If you go to jungleworks.com, Uber or Taxify, they don't have any car. They only have app. Praise God. Amazon don't have any product. They only have a website. And that makes the guy the richest guy in the world. Other people supply the product. Praise God. And so, there are ideas that are coming up in these last days. Back in the days, if we want to go out, we go and stand beside the road. Wave down taxi. Taxi, taxi, Papi J. 5,000. Praise God. And then you start negotiating. No. Egba one five, lower me. No. Egba one five. Tell Batile, some one thousand eight. I'm not carrying you again. You don't, and the vehicle will be so dirty. Those yellow cab, I don't know whether you have entered before. The vehicle will be dirty. You will be managing where to sit. Because if you ah, there was one I took. Oh, oh, oh. Now, from your phone, you will place an order. A vehicle will come and meet you. Your neighbor that is ignorant will think you have different cars and different drivers. Say, ah, my hello, Praise God. That's where it's going to. It's going to get more like that. And that's what the Bible means by knowledge is going to increase. So you see people that cannot sew any clothes. Having fashion house. So they just pay people that can sew. They work with them. And they have the brand. In fact, there's a contest that is going on. They want to look for the youngest fashion house. I think they want to reward that fashion house with um, $5 million. That contest is taking place. Is it Lagos or Nairobi? I can't remember. And who are they picking? They are picking people that have fashion brand under age 30. And that was when I knew some Nigeria, 21, 22, 28. They don't don't necessarily... See... Things has changed. And you don't have to be coming to church and believing that things that have changed, time is going to wait. No! Young people are coming up with ideas. The Holy Ghost that is inside you knows all things. Both the things that men have seen and the things that eyes have not seen. There are things the Holy Ghost can give back to inside you. But it is exposure that will puncture that place. Coming from the word of God. This is what I'm saying. A pipe flows through the gutter. The water of the gutter will not get into the pipe if the pipe is not punctured. Am I communicating? Exposure is dangerous. You can't be the same again when you are exposed. And that's part of the reason why I'm talking about some of these things because I'm doing something to your mind. I'm doing something to your spirit so that you will know that there are young people that 
Okay, look at uh, what's the name of this thing now? Uh, Paystack. Praise God. Those guys are just finished from Bangkok University. And they came up with a payment platform. And when they came up with that payment platform, of course, the team was not working very well. And they were pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. A platform where you want to pay online and you can use it to pay. InterSwitch has that software, but they make it very expensive. So an average person can't access it. And so they made their own available and anybody can access it without paying. And that's a business model that is working now. The free model. And that's why you see that Facebook has a lot of people on it. If Facebook was to be a country, it's going to be one of the big, in fact, it's going to be the biggest country in the world. Because it's using the free model. And that's the same model that God uses for salvation. So you don't have to die for you to be born again. All you just need to do is sign up with God. Father, I am a sinner. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Just sign up and you are saved. The same model is what you, you see Facebook using. Just go there, sign up your name, email, and all. You, are, you already have a Facebook account. The same thing with Google. And see, Google, when you take Google, that thing that used to have Gmail, the money that that company is making is bigger than Nigeria. You didn't get what I'm saying. All of us, as we are now, the GDP, including the money for bank, GTB, all those people are making. What that one company makes is bigger than all of us. And they are using the free model concept. So by the time you combine Facebook, Google, Yahoo, a couple of them like that, they are bigger than the whole of the African country combined together. The whole of the continent. And all of those ones are residing in one country. Under one government. Imagine the type of tax that government... So when you say America is a powerful country, you now understand what we are talking. <laughs> because even the accomplice can swallow your GDP. Those the accomplice alone, they will buy all of you and drop change. And that's to tell you the power of building a business. If... Google wants to send a message of accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Jesus is coming soon. If they want to send, begin to send that message today, no, they will send it to millions of people. Before people will say, we will take you to court. Why are you trying to preach the gospel to us? They will have had the message. That's dominate. You can't dominate if you don't start. I don't want us to be thinking small. When people were thinking small on their way to Canaan land, they died in the wilderness. Say, hey, we are like grasshopper, how they died. Don't be thinking that, oh, because I didn't go to school, I've gone to learn fashion designing, that's where I'm going to stop. I've gone to learn makeup, that's where I'm going to stop. I've gone to learn mechanic, that's where my life is going to end. No! You are bigger than that. What God has put side of you is more than that. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can think or imagine. But it is according to the power that is working inside us. God will not get the vessels for you. You have to get the vessels yourself. Praise God. So a lot of things are happening on the online space. Ideas are coming up. I decree upon your life you will receive the Holy Ghost ideas. The Bible said the Holy Ghost will come upon you. And what shall be the holy thing shall be that shall be born of you. Ah, you will give back to great things. Whatsoever is born of God. Let it just be born of God. So you can start business. By the spirit. You are not just going into the business. Just to make money. You are going into the business. Not only to make money. But also to impact lives. Amen. The other day I was talking to us. About starting NGOs. 
should be Christians that should be at the forefront of NGOs. It should be you that we should see starting an NGO like one bread, one man. And what you do with that NGO is that you cooperate with bakery. They give you bread at subsidized price. And you go to where people that don't have anything to eat are. And you give them one one bread every Sunday. And you crowdfund to raise that. You are making impact. But before you give them the bread, you have scabash on the bread. Malika sokoriba katayaka. As they eat this bread, let the Holy Ghost enter and begin to preach to them. Impact. There is nobody you will carry bread to and say, Jesus loves you. And we say, get out. How God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good first. Doing good first. When Jesus gave them bread and fish, the following day they were saying, Ah, Daddy, Emma Dobao. You have to become a king. How can you give us bread and fish like that? And what is his name? Is he called Caesar or Festus? When last did he remember to give us fish or bread? Esther, you will become king. Praise God. They were looking for Jesus the following day. So there are some certain things that you will do that makes reaching out to people easy for you. And that is you can have the platform of business to do some of these stuff. I want us to wake up. There are so many ideas now. So many ideas. You can, you can do a lot now. I don't want us to be limited. When people come to church, they are contained most times in their mind. They don't think big. They just, when people start business, they are only thinking about Ilukweju and Lagos. They don't think about Kano, Kaduno, Shokoto State, Benue, Akwaibom. How can my product get to the place? How can my service get to the place? There are people in Kebi that needs your product, that needs your service. That is how you should be thinking. God did not just put those people there so that they will just be there and will not feel your impact. The Nigeria you are in can feel your impact. There is something that you can do that can touch the life of Nigerians and that is part of the reason why God created you here. You have to wake up until you move. God will keep waiting for you. The Bible says that when you, you know when he told them, Go and possess the land. They said, no. There are, there are people there. They died in the wilderness. So many a times God is calling us to bigger things. To massive stuff. And we are holding back. Amen. We are holding back. We have to wake up. Until you start, you can't dominate. He said, be fruitful. You know the meaning of being fruitful? Fruitful means produce the same thing over and over again. Multiply. Fill everywhere with it. Dominate. That's what God wants us to do. What are you bringing to your generation? What are you bringing to your generation? The consumer mentality will destroy a man. And it will make a man poor. God can bat a business that will not only make you money, but will save the souls of men. He can bat it through you. The Holy Ghost can breathe upon you. But when you are locked up against what I'm saying, you may not see the light of that. Wake up. There is so many things that is inside the Holy Ghost that he can release upon you. That has not existed before. The Holy Ghost will breathe upon you. Yes. I said the Holy Ghost will breathe upon you. Yes. I said the Holy Ghost will breathe upon you. Yes. Your life will open up to the Holy Ghost. Yes. I want us to go and pray. But I remember Joseph. Joseph was a solution man. There was a problem. And when there was a problem, the man Joseph was called upon. He became an answer. And when the king looked at him, he said, "Ah, uh-uh, you are telling us to get um, 
minister of finance and economics. Can't you see that you carry the spirit of God? All these people that are going up and down with me, eh, that their head is empty. Are they the one I'm going to make minister of? Uh, what is inside this one? Is demon, demon of, demon of thunder. Eh? Is it the one I'll make? A God? It is you that have the spirit of God. So the king look at all of them. You. It is thunder that is inside you. You. It is Oshun that is inside you. You. And then he look at Joseph. Say, you carry the spirit of God. The same thing with Daniel. Carry the spirit of God. In fact, when Daniel finished, the king bowed to him. He said, ah. He said, who else has the spirit of God like this? The, the Holy Ghost knows all things. Oh, If you look at Solomon, there's no time we could have read in the book of Kings when the Bible was talking about what Solomon studied. He said, Solomon studied fish. Let me tell you, if somebody goes to study fishery in the university, if he has to do his master's, he has to specialize in an area. If he has to do his PhD, the PhD can just be in tilapia. Only tilapia. Can you imagine? Doctor of tilapia. Doctor tilapia. Meanwhile, the Holy Ghost knows everything. So the Bible was saying that God gave Solomon wisdom. And he said, he studied about fish. That is fishery. Somebody say fishery. So somebody was a professor of fishery. At the same time, a body professor. At the so many things that the Bible says he knows. And he spoke about. A professor of beds is called what? Praise God. Everything. As we begin to do that, you see that money will follow. I want you to stand to your feet. The Holy Ghost will breathe upon you. I want you to say, Holy Spirit, I open up my life to you. From today, I will move in the direction of your ideas. Go ahead and begin to pray like that. Go ahead, go ahead. Talk, 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 talk to the Holy Spirit. Mazabako.